0: Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is a recording of a Rosh Hashanah sermon by Rabbi Matt Shapiro. Shana Tova, everyone. I wish I was sharing these words with you in person, and I'm grateful to share them with you now. A couple of weeks into the pandemic, after a few days of rain a man stepped outside in Los Angeles, looked around, and composed a message to a friend of his. He wrote, Now that the rain has stopped and today's storm has cleared, I urge you to go outside and take a deep breath. Inhale and exhale this moment and thank God for the unique beauties and wonders of this day. We should take advantage of every moment we can, to enjoy the simplicity of God's creation, whether it be clear skies and sun, or clouded over with gloom. This was a message from the late actor Chadwick Bozeman, sent to his colleague and friend, Josh Gad, who in turn shared this message publicly shortly after Bozeman passed away a few weeks ago. At the time he sent it, Few people, including the recipient, knew how sick Bozeman was, though at that point he had been quite ill with cancer for years. Yet despite his illness, Bozeman still had the ability to look around and notice the beauty surrounding him, irrespective of challenging circumstances, both in his own life and in the world. He wasn't denying the trouble or sorrow around him. He was able to see something bigger— something deeper for himself that he in turn shared and encouraged his friend to notice and marvel at as well. That perspective strikes me as vital and necessary for each of us always, but especially now. I'm getting tired of hearing about silver linings, of framing my experience as cloudy and then finding a glimmer, maybe two, of hope. I want to go beyond that, To find something we can find, as Bozeman said, in clear or gloomy skies. I'll call that wonder. In preparing for this and emphasizing this word, wonder, I'm confronted with defining it. It's difficult. Related words that come to mind are awe, marvel, rapture, amazement, stunning, overwhelming, but none of them quite get there. Wonder is ineffable, definitionally beyond clear definition. I'll try it from an experiential perspective. I experienced wonder when I saw my kids running around and playing on the beach for the first time in months on Father's Day. I experienced wonder when I connected with my chavruta, my learning partner from over a decade ago, who now lives in Chicago for a Zoom class taught by a beloved teacher of ours who's still living in Jerusalem over the summer. I experienced wonder watching the sun set over the ocean during the few days we got away over the summer. And I experienced wonder that evening just relaxing on the couch with Sarah when we watched a movie, a whole movie, start to finish these aren't contingent they aren't conditional they're just wonderful in hearing me describe these moments just now i hope that's prompted your own thinking about the moments of wonder you've experienced lately what comes to mind i recognize that many of the moments i've named are not a part of my everyday experience yes that includes the movie it's a rarity sarah and i make it all the way through Ideally, wonder is something I experience frequently. What makes that so difficult? How can I be more connected, more attuned? Our liturgy offers an answer in the way we move through the morning service. Right before the Amidah, the core prayer of the service, we recite words that Bnei Israel, the people of Israel, chanted, saying as they crossed the Red Sea, saying that God is to Tehillot Osephela, awesome and worthy of praise, the one who does wonders. A truly miraculous moment is, of course, something full of wonder. And we don't just hearken back to that experience once, we say those same words earlier on as well. They're contained within the verses we recite, referred to as az just before Barku, the formal call to prayer. Recalling wonder, then, seems to be a precondition to concentration and connection through prayer. Yet well before that, at the very be- beginning of Sukkot de Zimra, the first part of the service, we recite a blessing that God is rofeh kol basar umafli la'asot, healer of all flesh who does wonders. Yes, we cite the epic wonder of the Exodus of crossing the sea, not once but twice in connected moments of prayer. But first, we recognize everyday basic wonders. This blessing, after all, is recited not just in that liturgical moment, but when, after each time we go to the bathroom. Wonder, therefore, is accessible in each of those states, the ordinary and the extraordinary. Wonder is present in the epic and the everyday. Case in point, I recently had my annual physical and thankfully, nothing to report. In previous years, this barely would have registered with me. One more thing to check off before I just keep going about my year. This time, however, it felt different. I walked out of that office nearly elated. Maybe this is because with each passing year, I don't take this as a given. But more so, I think, it's just due to the current state of the world. I no longer take my physical health for granted in the same way. Amidst the health crises we're facing today, our tragic, wholly extraordinary situation calls my own attention to my personal health in a different type of way. I'm then confronted with the choice, a decision about how to respond, and I can choose to connect with wonder. Wonder that I can stand comfortably, move comfortably, breathe comfortably. But is that appropriate? Is that enough with everything that's happening? I just take a brief moment to notice, smile, and stroll on? Hardly. Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel cites wonder as critical to the essence of religious and spiritual experience, and more than that, he names it as being of vital importance to our very existence in the world. He wrote, Our hope lies in the certainty that all people are capable of sensing the wonder of existence. The grandeur and mystery of the world that surrounds us is not something which is perceptible only to the elect. All people are endowed with a sense of wonder. But our system of education fails to develop it, and the anti-intellectual climate of our civilization does much to suppress it. Humanity will not perish for lack of information. It may collapse for want of appreciation. Humanity will not perish for lack of information. It may collapse for want of appreciation. Heschel identifies something often lacking and what's at stake when that wonder is missing. To expand upon his words further, Wonder is not merely a state of reflection, complacency. Through wonder, action is necessitated. This isn't just about noticing and being grateful for my own health. This is seeing it for the miracle it is and taking action to preserve and sustain it, yes, for myself, but more than just that. To then take actions to create conditions and possibilities for others to be as healthy as as possible as well. Expanding that out. In experiencing a state of wonder with my kids, I feel my absolute responsibility to protect, guide, and care for them. In wondering at nature, there is an obligation to care for it. In experiencing wonder in relationships, there's an obligation to sustain and enhance them. I've learned that we can understand the word religion as something that links us over and over. Lig, as that which binds, think ligament, re, Again, wonder is exactly that, not an idle or idyllic state. It is a religious experience in the truest sense, something that binds me once more to the world around me. Wonder compels action. Heschel goes on to discuss how we need to work towards this state, that it's far from a given. We need to put significant effort Effort into cultivating wonder in ourselves and others, but that cultivation is elusive, however important it might be. Over the past few months, I've deeply enjoyed, learned, and benefited from a program through the Institute for Jewish Spirituality. And in one of the first modules of the program, Rabbi Jordan Bendat Appel shares a personal anecdote of a time he went camping with friends. They woke up their first morning out, went for a hike, And after climbing up the hill, saw a magnificent vista laid out before them. As they were taking in this gorgeous, breathtaking view with mountains, valleys, a clear sky, Rabbi Ben Powell saw a sign that said very helpfully, Scenic Overlook. Of course, if you need the sign to tell you that, you're probably missing the point. And yet, I believe we each have some version of that. A scenic overlook of one type or another in our lives every day and we might miss it just as often as we notice it. Wonder can be elusive. As one potential tool, Rabbi Bandada Pell offers the possibility of the breath as a way of anchoring us in our proverbial scenic overlooks that each breath we take contains its own possibility for wonder. Just as we recite a blessing expressing gratitude for being able to use the bathroom, so too can we find gratitude in the inhale and exhale. And in this moment, September 2020 in Los Angeles, finding wonder in being able to breathe, a simple everyday miracle that Bozeman named in his text message, it resonates differently than when Rabbi Bendada Pell's teaching was recorded. Today, the concept of breathing itself feels fraught, tenuous. With poor air quality exacerbating chronic health conditions, with the words I can't breathe still echoing across the country, with an ongoing pandemic in which respiratory distress is a primary and potentially fatal issue, that basic function just isn't a given for many. I also recognize that not everyone is a meditator, being told to focus on the breath might not work for you. And though it works well for me, if the concept of breath is challenging, triggering, I'd invite you to reflect on a different element of the natural rhythm of your body. Your heartbeat, for example. A steady, consistent beat. I hope that might bring you a deeper sense of connection and shift you to a sense of wonder in your own experience. Wonder can be recognized in each moment. And that recognition is fleeting. And more than that, even something truly magnificent might not register as a moment of wonder. Yehuda Amichai, the magnificent Israeli poet, put it beautifully, as he so often did, in a poem titled Miracles. He wrote, From a distance, everything looks like a miracle, But up close, even a miracle doesn't look like that. Even someone who crossed the Red Sea when it split saw only the sweating back of the man in front of him and the swaying of his big thighs. Or at best, in a hasty glance to one side, fish in a riot of colors inside the wall of water as in a marine observatory behind panels of glass that big miracle the crossing of the red sea we cite multiple times in our Tfilot in our prayers amichai says that the average israelite barely noticed it up close a miracle no matter how epic or every day doesn't necessarily register our perspective is limited restricted we get distracted and we take things for granted There's a theme of this season that Rabbi Bendat Appel offers a helpful spin on here: chuva. Usually, chuva is translated as repentance. It can also be understood as a response, but Rabbi Bendat Appel instead frames it as a return—a return to breath, a return to the heartbeat, a return to the fullness of our experience. I will get distracted. I will lose sight of everyday miracles. I might even have moments where I miss out on something truly extraordinary happening right in front of my face. And I can take a breath and I can return. Chuva invites us to return to wonder. We often refer to this season as the Amim Nora'im, the Days of Awe. Perhaps this year we could also consider them is yamim niflaim, days of wonder. After all, today was the day that the world was created. What better moment for wonder than now? After all, the world is created anew each day. What better moment to hone our capacity for appreciation? I need this encouragement And I'd imagine some of you do as well, particularly with all that has transpired over these past few months. But I trust, I have faith that there is something wonderful happening in your day, today, a loved one you feel close to, the sunrise, a tune you're hearing as a part of services today that brings you joy. Hold it close. Wonder should be cherished. Let's expand that out. What are the moments you can think of over these past few months when you experienced the sense of joy, hope, uplift, marvel at the world around you? Can you think of a few? And even if you can't, I urge you to reflect over these next few days of wonder to try to discover them, even if it's just one. After all, wonder carries us as we move forward. If we're truly paying attention, I believe we can find return to wonder. Today, every day, the world is created anew in its messiness and in its glory. The beach is still there. Relationships endure and grow. Apples and honey are delicious. Community is possible. Music makes us want to dance. You are loved. Each of those things is worthy of wonder. This obligates us, you, to act, to protect it, to bring it more into your life and into this imperfect, beautiful, crazy world. And so we can and we must push ourselves to return to what's essential the breath, the heartbeat to pay attention whether we're crossing the sea or just putting one foot in front of the other to see the depth and richness that each moment holds. Going back to Bozeman's words, inhale and exhale this moment and thank God for the unique beauties and wonders of this day. And so I bless us with the following. May this year... more clear skies than gloom may we consistently notice the blessing of the natural rhythms of our bodies of each breath of the beating of our hearts (sighs) may these days of awe bring us a renewed sense of wonder that carries us in the weeks and months to come and may we find gratitude in the unique wonders of this day and every day